Welcome for an early look at the week three NFL main slate. Uh, I'm going to do something I've never done this channel. We're going to break this down. I have not looked at the slate once. I just opened up DraftKings on my computer and we're going to go from there. So this is your true, true first look without me doing any research or, or digging into anything. Um, if this is your first time watching, my name is DK. I cover content for NBA, NFL, DFS, as well as, well as player prop sites like Price Picks, Underdog, and Parlay Play. Parlay Play, they're the sponsor. You can use the code DKDFS or the link down below for a $100 deposit match bonus. But yeah, it's a player prop site. They offer a ton of different stuff. Um, NFL, WNBA, esports, MLB. Um, so if you guys want to give it a try, again, use that link down below. And uh, yeah, so let's recap um, Monday Night Football. So this is, and we talk about this a lot in the channel. It's not humanly possible to run worse than me. Everyone knows, like, look at this, man. Look at it. And this is why I'm saying I don't like sweating. When I know I have a chance at the big money, I don't like watching the games. So I'm still currently in first place. We're in the second half of the Cleveland-Pittsburgh game, and uh, the Saints game just ended. And I'm still in first place with both my running backs injured. If they stay healthy, I'm a millionaire, right? Tony Jones times two. Would have been Jamal Williams. Nick Chubb smashing. Injured. That's so sad for him, by the way. Um... But just like look at it, and and what we talked about. If you talked, if you checked out the live stream today, I was all over low owned Adam Thielen. All I talked about that all day long in Patreon and in the free YouTube stream. How I was I loved Adam Thielen? I did not understand why he was so low owned, and he absolutely broke the slate at no ownership. So love to see that nailed uh, George Pickens low owned, relatively low owned. Hit the Steelers defense at low owned, and I get punished. Make a super sharp lineup, and I get punished with two injuries. That's what I'm talking about, man. I legit, like, I joke about it. I legit think I would be a millionaire tonight if Williams and Chubb didn't get injured. Like, I want to see what the lineup is that wins the millimaker. But I think if Williams and Chubb don't get injured, I have a very good chance uh, to win the milli, win the million dollars. So that's why I'm just like, ugh, so tilted. I am currently winning. This is a forty dollars tournament. Uh, with like over a thousand entries, currently winning that with two with both my running backs injured. So again, it's just more proof. If you guys watch this channel, that absolutely no one can run worse. I continue to do with the worst luck possible and continue to cash. If I win this tournament with two uh, both my running backs injured, that would be absolutely insane. Uh, but that is the reason why I cannot. I'm just like Ugh, I got to get my mind off things. I'm pissed about the injuries. I can't watch right now because I'm sweating this out. Again, still currently in first place with both my running backs injured. We'll see how it finishes, but. Um, that's the reason I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go talk some week three NFL main slate uh, without even looking. And we're just going to do a live breakdown for you guys. So let's quickly go over the over-unders for all these games. Uh, what you guys are looking at right now is the Odds Jam Sportsbook screen. If you guys are interested, you can use the code DKDFS for 25% off your first month. They have a ton of different uh, things that they offer, plus EV bets, um, fantasy optimizer, four sites like PricePix, Underdog, Parlay, Play. So check it out. Again, code DKDFS for 25% off your first month. I will also have it linked down below. All right, we have Saints and Packers. We're going to be looking at the totals here. So that's a 43 over under. Um, Titans, Browns, 41 and a half over under. The game right now looks like that is, def- uh, I assume it's going to be the highest. Chargers, Vikings, uh, about 54 over under. Uh, Texans and Jags, a 44 over under. Pates, uh, Pates. Patriots and Jets, uh, pretty gross, 37 over under. So Broncos and Dolphins, a 48 over under. Bills, Commanders, 44 and a half. Falcons, Lions, 45 and a half-ish. Uh, Colts and Ravens about 44 Panthers Seahawks 42 and a half Cowboys Cardinals 43 and a half um, and Bears Chiefs about a 48 uh, over under so and this screen shows you if you wanted to bet in the games it would give you the best book or the uh, the book with the best odds uh, to place that bet 
Okay, so let's talk about this really quick. If you guys are looking for more in-depth content, you can check out my Patreon link down below um, for either DFS or for player pop stuff. We've been an absolute heater for player pop stuff. 21 and 3 going into Sunday Night Football. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's been great. So hoping to keep that going. And uh, let's just get into the main slate. So uh, we're just going to go position position by position. We'll start off with the quarterbacks. Again, I haven't looked at anything. So this is a live breakdown for me. Lamar Jackson, I think what I saw a couple days ago that he's fine. It's a stinger. Uh, yeah, stinger in his left hand. So let's see. You got Mahomes at 8-3, Allen 8-1, Lamar at 7-7. Seven, seven. Um, I think all three of the top quarterbacks look pretty good. Um, I would say probably Allen once again being my favorite, but it is close with those top three guys. Herbert. I don't love the price point, but I get it, right? We just went over this is the highest total game of the week. So he's a, a fair option. Fields, I think, is an interesting tournament play. This Bears offense has, lo- has looked really, really bad. But this is, I think this was the second highest over-under from what we just went over. Um, he is mobile, even though he only ran the ball four times last game. So I think Fields is an interesting GPP play. Let's see. Tua, the, the Dolphins offense has looked pretty good. I'm okay with that. Cousins for a little bit cheaper. I think is reasonable in the mid-range. Again, this game has a shootout written all over it. The Jags offense uh, kind of struggled against Kansas City. Lawrence, uh, interesting bounce back candidate there. Richardson, we'll keep an eye on this. If he plays, I do like him. Uh, again, he looked really good uh, in the limited snaps that he saw out there in week two before he got injured. If he misses, then it's going to be um, it's going to be the mustache Gardner Minshew. I assume he's pretty cheap unless DraftKings priced him up. Let's see. Where are the Colts? Again, guys, I've not looked at anything. This is a live breakdown. Minshew is 5-1. Okay, I would have wished he was a little bit cheaper, but still, I think he's an okay punt play. Let's see, what else do we got? Uh, mid-range, uh, Goff, okay, Dak at 6'6", six, six. all right. Um, mm, uh, I will say Sam Howell. Sam Howell, 5'4". You guys know I'm high in this Washington offense. They started really slow, but uh, but finished strong there. He's a little mobile, and uh, again, they, they should be playing from behind here. So I actually do kind of like Sam Howell at that price point. CJ Stroud's cheap. Uh, again, the Houston team's just not good, so they'll be playing from behind most of the time. Uh, I guess that's okay. Um, that's probably it. We talked about Minshew already, right? He's 5-1. Um, if there's no Richardson, I think Minshew's okay. He did look really good out there, 19-23. So, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's the quarterback position. Let's go running back, and then we'll go uh, for the wide receiver position. We'll go team by team. It's just easier to talk about. For running backs, unfortunately, again, my season-long team, uh, Eckler, no, no timetable for his return. I have on my season-long team, I have Hertz, Eckler, Pollard, um, and then I got Tutu uh, for very cheap. I got Tank Dell for very cheap. I saw, like I have a really good team in like a fourteen-team league. I have Jerome Ford, uh, who's not going to be more, but it's just like again, I have I had uh, Jacoby Myers who got injured, Eckler got injured, so it's just more proof again that no one, it's not humanly possible to run worse than me. Um, but yeah, if Eckler is once again out, then Josh Kelly, assuming let's take a look at his price point. Um, Josh Kelly is five, four. I would like Josh Kelly. Um, he didn't do much, but he actually did play a good chunk of the game. I want to say it was like 75% of the snaps and this is the highest total game. So, um, I do like Kelly. You could like, maybe they try to mix in Dotson and Spiller a little bit more this week. Um, but I do think Kelly at that price point does look pretty good. Now, for the main slate, I was all over the Kelly fade. If you guys are on my Patreon, I didn't want anything to do with Josh Kelly in tournaments. I said play Rashad White over him for a fraction of the ownership. That was another uh, just that hit perfectly, right? Rashad White smashed and chalk Josh Kelly was a massive bust. 
Um, so again, that was all on the Patreon stream. If you guys are interested, link down below. But um, yeah, if there's no Eckler, which doesn't look, there will be. Kelly, I think, is a, is a really solid play. Tony Pollard at the top, again, heavily involved. Um, you're going to see a little bit of Rico Dottle, but it involved in the passing game, getting a lot of carries. Uh, I think he's a pretty safe spun up there at the top. Now we got no Nick Chubb, obviously. Jerome Ford, I see, yeah, he's definitely not priced up because his injury literally just happened tonight. Um, yeah, Jerome Ford, 4.8K, I think is a really good play. I know this t- Titans defense is good, but Cleveland's more of a run first team, I assume. Now, the Browns, like, they have Pierre Strong as their backup. They might try to go sign Kareem Hunt, so we'll monitor that. But I think for, still for this week, Ford will be the go-to guy, the lead back. So I think he's a really good value play there. Derrick Henry's fine. Uh, again, he's been losing snaps out of Tajay Spears. He's somewhat touchdown dependent. Bijan, I think, is a super talented running back, but right now kind of still splitting snaps with Algier. So even though he had a big week last week, I still don't love the price point on him. Let's see, ETN got banged. Oh, it's just cramps. Like, I don't even remember ETN getting injured. Um, he still played a majority of the game. Didn't do a ton, but this Jags offense in general didn't do a ton. Um, now they get a, a pretty solid matchup, sub 7K. Again, I expect Tank Bigsby to work in a little bit more, but it's really been the ETN show. So that price point, I like him. We'll monitor the status on Jones. Uh, he didn't play last week if he misses. You can look to A.J. Dillon. Um, but Dylan just not super talented. It'll just kind of be a workload thing. He'll get a good chunk of the carries there. Let's see. Ramondre at six, seven is, is okay. I guess the Lions. So we got Montgomery out, uh, for at least a few, uh, a few weeks. So Gibbs, you would think he's going to play a lot more, but I think they probably still try to incorporate Craig Reynolds a little bit. Um, if you're confident that Gibbs is going to be kind of a workhorse here for the Lions, then I absolutely love him at this price point. I'm just still not convinced about that. Um, but uh, yeah, if you think Gibbs is going to play like 70, 75% of the snaps, I think he's one of my favorite running back plays at the slate. I think you probably get Reynolds mixing in a bit more than people think. James Cook is 6'4". Um, he's looked good in his uh, since he's been a Bill star the first couple weeks. And uh, yeah, I just mean you get a relatively cheap piece into this Bills offense. So I think Cook's a pretty solid option. James Connors, his Cardinals uh, offense is not great, but he's still kind of a workhorse back there. Walker kind of got lucky with a touchdown variance last week. Um, let's see. Moster is, uh, Raheem Moster is 6K. Um, I think he's a pretty good option in the mid-range. Still should play a good chunk of the game there. Madison is an interesting bounce back candidate here. Um, Six targets last week, still playing a majority of the game. He hasn't looked great. But again, this is, you're getting a Madison sub 6K in a super high total game. He probably still plays like 70, 75% of snaps. So I know if you just watch games, like you're going to say, oh, I don't want to play Alexander Madison. But that price point, plus the fact that he's still really not losing reps to anyone, makes him a pretty good play there. Uh, Let's see. What else? What else? Um,. I'm still not in love with the Jets backs, and they're, they're kind of working three guys, too. Michael Carter's playing some third down, so that's not, not amazing. You got the Saints. Uh, Kamara's still... He's suspended for, what, three games or four games? I, I'm pretty sure he's still out for this next week. Jamal Williams is hurt. We don't know about Kendra Miller. We could definitely have value here for the Saints, either Tony Jones or Kendra Miller, depending on who's available, but it looks like there's a lot of value here at running back with these injuries. Um... Zach Moss, also, this price point looks great. He played almost 100% of the snaps, only 5.5K. I think that looks really, really good. Also, I think with Minshew in the lineup, it actually helps Moss a bit because if Richardson, if Richardson's in, Richardson's going to keep it himself a lot. But with a guy like Minshew who's not very mobile, going to be more, I think, dump-offs to the running back. So I actually like Zach Moss quite a bit. There's a lot of really good value here, in my opinion, running backs. You got Kelly, you got Moss, um, you got Jerome Ford. 
Uh, yeah, a lot of really, really solid uh, value plays here. Um, but I think that's it. As I said, guys, I'm doing this live, so I could miss something. But if you guys do like this format, like literally just uh, we're completely winging it, then let me know. Wide receivers, let's do it. Colts. Um, I mean, Pittman at 6'2", uh, I think is a decent option here, honestly. 11-12 um, targets. Minshew, most likely to be playing the quarterback position. Downs and Pierce, the other wide receivers, they're pretty cheap, too. I actually think these guys look a little bit better with Minshew in just because he's more of a pocket passer. So Downs and Pittman, I do kind of like here at their price points. For Baltimore, we got Odell Beckham got banged up. Um, we'll see if he's going to be available for this week. If not, Bateman should probably operate as RB, or RB2, the wide receiver two. Dave Flowers, 5-4, has looked good in his first couple of games. I think he's the Ravens receiver I feel the best about. If Odell, Mick, if Odell misses, again, Bateman, uh, wide receiver two, and then Aguilar probably works in as the wide receiver three. Tennessee wide receivers, I mean, Hopkins and Burks are fine. Uh, this game in general could be pretty ugly with both teams kind of being run first teams here at Tennessee and Cleveland. Both defenses solid. On the Cleveland side, I think Cooper at 5-7 is a pretty good option. Again, he was a surprise active today. Everyone expected him to be inactive. Um, but again, this game in general, I don't think I want a ton of exposure to. Atlanta, really, again, outside of London, I don't think there's a ton of love here. Atlanta's a run first team, but London's really the guy that I'm looking to at the wide receiver position for Atlanta. Um, for Detroit, I'm on Ross St. Brown to get a little bit banged up um, due to cramping, though. So I think he'll be good to go. Um, he's always a really good option at the top just because how involved he is, how many targets he gets. I do like him on Ross St. Brown. And then for value, I like Josh Reynolds at 4-2. We mentioned him in the video last week, and we talked about the Patriots stream, how he's you know a cash game wide receiver play or you know very safe wide receiver play. Um, a little bit lucky, two touchdowns, but still five catches, six targets. I like Reynolds a good amount. He's my favorite secondary receiver here for Detroit. For New Orleans, Olave, 7K. Let's see. Michael Thomas, 5'3". Shahid, 4'2". The snaps weren't amazing on Shahid uh, tonight. A little bit concerning there. That For some reason, they were playing Taysom Hill a lot, which is that's just a story for another day. I just I can't deal with that right now. Uh, but I do kind of like Michael Thomas. I think point per dollar, Michael Thomas would be my favorite of the Saints wide receivers. For the Packers wide receivers, they're a run-first team. Again, kind of disgusting. We'll see about Watson. He's missed the last couple games. If he plays, downgrade everyone else. If he misses, and like Dobbs and Reed look okay. But again, Reed got a little bit lucky with the touchdowns. Um, four catches, two touchdowns. But did have eight targets. So um, I think if there's no Watson, Reed, Dobbs would be a viable values there. For Houston, so you guys knew how high it was on Tank Dell going into. And I hammered this home in the Patreon stream. How I loved Tank Dell for tournaments. Absolutely no one played him. And he smashed, right? Um, seven catches, 10 targets, and a touchdown. This Houston team's been playing from behind almost the entire year. They're just that bad. So Nico Collins, Tank Dell, I think, are two really good plays here. Nico Collins is smashing garbage time, but Tank Dell is heavily involved with Noah Brown in the IR. So I actually really like two of these Houston receivers in Collins and in Dell. Robert Woods is fine, too. Um, but just in general, again, this Houston team is going to be playing from behind most games. And uh, yeah, I, I like those guys quite a bit. For the Jags, I think Ridley's a nice bounce-back candidate. He was pretty popular last week. I did not play him, uh, but he did uh, only have two catches. Eight targets. So, again, the Jags' offense in general just kind of struggled. I'm not putting too much emphasis into it. This is a nice bounce-back game here for them. So, like Ridley at the top, Christian Kirk also smashed 14 targets. Again, though, Zay Jones missed a lot of the game with the injury. We'll monitor that. Um, see if, he, if he's available. He had six targets, but no catches. If there's no Zay Jones, would feel a lot better about Christian Kirk. Either way, uh, I think these Jags receivers look pretty good, too. For Denver, I mean, that was such a troll with Marvin Mims, right? He was massive chalk week one, um, and he catches two touchdowns. 
Um, or it was, it was only one touchdown, but two long uh, catches. But he only played like 10 snaps. So I still can't do Marvin Mims. Um, Judy Sutton factoring in salary. I think Sutton would be my favorite of these Denver receivers. Seven targets uh, last week. Reasonable price point for Miami. Uh, we'll monitor the stats of Jalen Waddell, who is in the concussion protocol. Tyreek Hill, I don't want to tell you about Tyreek Hill. He's massive ceiling. Um, yeah, if you can afford him, he looks good. Now, if there's no Waddle, then guys like Barrios, Craycraft, Uzukama become firmly in play. Um, Barrios been playing in the slot, been playing about half the game, but these guys would all look a lot better if there's no Waddle. Uh, let's see. For the Chargers, Keenan Allen had a huge game last game. I think he's going to be a bit over-owned, but also, again, this is a game that has super high total, so... Uh, gotta have Anderson Keenan Allen. Mike Williams, a little bit more boomer bust, but still a uh, pretty high ceiling. 13 targets last week. And then if you're targeting a wide receiver three, I actually like Josh Palmer here. He played a, a, a I don't I have to go look back to see what exactly the snaps were, but I want to say it was like 60, 70% of the snaps Josh Palmer played. And he had five targets. He's only 3.3K. I think he's a nice cheap piece to get in a high total game. On the Minnesota side, Justin Jefferson should be chalk, but um, yeah, the talent level is insane on him. Highest total game of the week. He looks good. Addison Osborne, recent or a reasonable place. I prefer Osborne once again. Osborne outsnapped Addison. I do think Addison's a more talented receiver, but Osborne coming in about 2K cheaper. New England wide receivers, kind of a mess here. I don't really trust a ton here. This this game in general, I think, also will be pretty disgusting. Patriots, Jets. Um, so not much here for, for receivers. I guess Devontae Parker at 3-8 would be my favorite of the Patriots receivers. For the Jets. Still don't think I can do it. The slot receiver is not getting a ton of work. Lazard's a reasonable price point. And Wilson, I guess, is fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, not, not, not a ton of love there for Buffalo. Yeah, Diggs looks good at the top at 8.1K. Gabe Davis had a nice bounce back game. Six catches and seven targets and a touchdown, 92 yards. Not going to mess with the wide receiver three just because, again, they're playing so many two tight end sets. For Washington, um, I do like the price points here in some of these guys. This is a game that Buffalo should put up a lot of points, so Washington most likely will be playing from behind. McLaurin at 5-6, I think, is a pretty good price for him. John Dotson, 4-9. I kind of like the price point on him, too. So these Washington receivers, I don't know if they'll be super popular. Even Curtis Samuel playing the slot, I think, is okay. But uh, I just think Buffalo will, will put up a lot of points. So uh, these Washington receivers that are, are nice values. For Carolina, I like Thielen again. Um, again, I was all over him this week. If you watch, even if you watch a YouTube video, watch a YouTube video. If you watch the stream, if you were in the Patreon, you guys knew how high I was in Adam Thielen. He was five to ten percent owned, and he crushed. Um, he's the receiver I feel the best about. I think Mingo's okay too at three four. Mingo and Thielen played a good chunk of the game, while Shark being back kind of hurt Terrence Marshall, which we talked about as well. For Seattle, uh, DK Metcalf is six point nine k. We'll modern stats on him. I think he'll be okay. Um, but him, Lockett, I think are fair plays in the mid-range. JSN of 4-3 is okay value. For Dallas, Brandon Cooks didn't play last week. Um, he's expected to play week three, so looks like he'll be good to go. CeeDee Lamb, um, yeah, has a has a pretty high ceiling. You saw it there. I'm no issue if you want to spend up for him. For Arizona, the wide receivers, the snaps went way down on Michael Wilson, so that was a little bit concerning. Um, Hollywood Brown's 4-9. Ronda Moore's 3-2. Um, I guess if I had to play receiver here for Arizona, probably would be Hollywood Brown. Five and ten targets. I would be interested in Michael Wilson. But again, the snaps went way down on him this week. And finally, Chicago. Mooney, I think he'll be okay. We'll monitor that, though. Um, him and DJ Moore, assuming both play, I think interesting tournament plays here. The whole This whole Bears team in general. Everyone's very low on them. Again, they've been horrific. But the Chiefs probably going to put up a fair amount of points. And I, I think this is... Uh, so these Bears receivers are inching cheap if he plays. If there's no Mooney, 
I think Claypool could be viable. He had eight targets um, last week. And finally, the Chiefs. So um, I played Sky Moore in my high-stakes tournament lineup. That worked out in a big way. Uh, three catches, four targets, 70 yards, and a touchdown. It was, once again, him and MVS that played the most. Tony was productive in his snaps, but, again, just didn't play enough. Uh, I can't get to him yet, and then I'm probably going to pass on everyone else. All right, finally, let's talk about the tight ends. So we got Kelsey, 7-2. They limited his snaps. We kind of got the report uh, before lock that they were going to take it easy on Travis Kelsey. We'll monitor the status this week. If there's no longer a limitation on Kelsey, then obviously he's a good play in both formats. Hawkinson's been phenomenal. I think he's going to be popular, but for good reason. High total, again, game of shootout written all over it, and he's been super involved. Eight and nine targets over the first uh, few weeks. And I do like Mark Andrews, too. First game, five catches, eight targets. So these top tight ends, I think, are all pretty good plays. I'm okay with Ingram. I'll pass on Komet. Uh, Njoku, I think, is okay. Let's see. Laporta, I think, is a solid value play. Five, six targets for him for the first couple weeks. He's been heavily involved for the Lions. Kyle Pitts, uh, again, this passing attack for the Falcons has been ooh, ooh, not, not amazing. Um, let's see. Ferguson, 3-6, I think, is reasonable value. I do like Zach Ertz once again. Listen. Dusty, but like 10 and 8 targets first couple weeks. This Cardinals team is bad. They're going to be playing from behind most weeks. Uh, they should be playing from behind here against Dallas. So I kind of like Zach Ertz for value. I once again like both these Bills tight ends. I played Kincaid in my high stakes lineup. Uh, 3.4K and Dawson Knox 3.2K. Once again, they played a good chunk of the game. And they're cheap, right? They're cheap pieces. If you want to get uh, cheap exposure to this Bills attack, I'm okay with Luke Musgrave. He was pretty popular. We talked about him being a cash play, but I wanted to play other tight ends in that range over him in tournaments. Kincaid was the guy that I pivoted to. That worked out in a big way. Taysom Hill, for some reason, just played like almost the entire game. I just, just, I can't. I just get Taysom Hill off any slate, man. I just, I can't with that. I'm just so tired of it. Like, what are we doing, man? Um, Chigo Kongwu is 3.2K. I think he's an okay value play. Branson's 3-1. Fine. Let's see. Is there anything else we really like here for value? Oh, Durham Smythe. He's 2.9K. Listen, he played 100% snaps week one. I think he played close to 100%, 100% snaps week two. He's sub 3K. I actually do like him quite a bit for value. He's not like a super talented receiver, but if you're going to be out there the entire game running routes and you're that cheap and you're, you're in this in Miami offense that is pretty dynamic, yeah, I'm going to have some interest in a guy like Durham Smythe. All right, guys, well, that's going to wrap up the video. Let me know if you like this format of the early look where I just completely wing it. I didn't look at anything beforehand. Uh, I'm going to go check now to see how I'm doing and DraftKings probably going to end in pain again. Like, just look at this, man. Like, I legit think I could have been a millionaire. If, if Williams and Chubb don't get injured, I had like everything else. I hit everything else. Thielen smashed. Both Saints receivers smashed. Joku had a long catch there. Uh, Pickens smashing. Steelers defense smashing. Ah, it's so frustrating, man. We'll see how it finishes tonight for me. But thanks again for watching, guys. Um, if you do enjoy again, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and we'll see you all in the next video.